Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Buck fans? We are back again for another RBT live stream. If you're new to the channel, I'm Mark Ramirez. That's Michael Pless, and we are Real Bucks Talk. We try and bring you the most latest Buck news from our point of view, which is obsessed Buck fans. So, with that said, Plus, how you doing? And how's your Monday? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, glad to be back on with you, Mark. And uh, it's just. Um... It's, it's exciting to hear that, you know, we're seeing other states, um, you know, starting to open it up as far as sports, you know, teams being allowed to get together. So it looks like there's been uh, some progress being made here um, as far as the COVID-19 situation goes. Um, you know, I know Florida is in process of opening things up uh, here again. So, um, you know, that gives us hope as far as the season coming up and uh, hopefully we can start on time and, you know, have a training camp and, and get back to you know, a realm of normalcy as far as sports lands, you know, goes. Absolutely. I just hope it doesn't go the opposite way where there's a second, I guess, how do you say, go about this COVID stuff. Yeah, second because, wave. Second yeah. wave. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, from what it sounds like, gym's open today and everyone's at the gym. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I just hope, I hope for the best. We all should hope for the best. Mm-hmm. wear your mask do all the things they're asking you to do prevent it from spreading but let's keep going on let's talk about some bucks news so yeah, obviously in the off season there's not much to talk about but we're going to do our 2020 schedule prediction which was the big mainline headliner of the, the show but let's look at whatever there was on on google of Tampa bay buccaneers news there was this tom brady rob Gronkowski talking to Chris Godwin. So I clicked mm-hmm. on that. Let's see what that was about. Pretty much it's just that Chris Godwin saying how Tom Brady and Gronkowski can make them Super Bowl contenders. It's pretty much the, what you're going to hear over and over on the offseason. There isn't much to talk about. Mm-hmm. They said, obviously, the careers these guys have already had is pretty insane. For them to come here and add the experience that they have and to really help mold our offense and mold our team into what we want to be, which is title contenders, winning Super Bowls, that's plural, which I really hope happens. I think it's going to be a long way in terms of helping our franchise go in the right direction. What do you think on that? Yeah, that's that's awesome to hear. I mean, it gets me excited just, you know, them you know, saying that. And, you know, it's been it's been a really tough time for, you know, Buccaneer fans all around, um, you know, over this last decade and more. I mean, it just seems like it's just we get close and we haven't been able to finish out seasons where 
um, you know, end up on the winning side. So, you know, with, yeah, with Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski being added, you know, with the coaching staff still in place from last year, you know, a talented group um, that we have on the roster that, you know, we've gone in depth about. Yeah, it's very exciting. And, um, you know, Bucks fans should be excited about this coming forward. And, and hopefully everything, uh, you know, goes the right way. We get the bounces that we need and, you know, have a great season. And I think we can if, uh, you know, we stay healthy and put things together. Yeah, we've kind of touched on it, but we'll, I mean, this is a long off season. We'll talk about it more and more as we go. But the thing is, it's just, I like how you said title contenders and winning Super Bowls in the plural. That's one big thing I I really like and that mm-hmm. they can see. Like, this is a guy that knows how to make decisions. This is best for the team. He's proved it. And we can beat a dead horse of how many times we can say that. But yeah. it's true. This is what he brings. Everyone feels his competitive nature. What He's the GOAT. He's already the GOAT, a living Hall of mm-hmm. Famer playing in the game. And... You just surrounded him by every weapon there is on an offense. So and brought brought his best target with him over. So mm-hmm. I mean, we'll talk touch on that when we go over the schedule prediction. But yeah, overall, I mean, obviously Chris Godwin's happy. Mike Evans ha- is happy. Every offensive weapon is happy. Mm-hmm. Rojo's learning how to catch the ball. So there's nothing but good news across the board, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yes, obviously that's really really good news. Mm-hmm. But let's move over to another, again, soft season, guys. There's not much news out there. But this was something on Tom Brady I found. This was the big news talk that they're talking about. This is what they have to talk about since there's no <laughs> news out. So this guy came out saying, this was Sunday, I believe this came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sunday, May 17th. What you won't hear from Team Brady is that Brady largely checked out in 2018 after the loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers and hated how the offense pivoted to a more run-based attack. Brady probably hated the Rams' Super Bowl game as well and how it only produced 13 points. This is what we're talking about? Really? <laughs> I'll let you touch on it before I talk. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's kind of out there and absurd. I mean, he, he won a Super Bowl in, in that Rams game and, yeah. you know, champion. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Brady thought that way at all. I mean... The guy does whatever it takes to win. I don't think he cares otherwise. You know, yeah. as long as he gets the wins, that's all that matters. Um, you know, it's funny when we were talking about him earlier. You know, they had um, they had his first Super Bowl win on TV the other day. I think against the Rams, and it's just funny how far you know Tom Brady has come since that moment. Um, yeah. Even though he was really good in that game, but I mean, he's just on another level. Um, you know, today and. Yeah, I, you know, I think that's just Patriots writers, you know, just trying to put something together. Again, um, you know, they're probably a little hurt by the decision that he made, but, you know, it's a business and, you know, he went with what he thought was right. And again, he's the ultimate competitor. He just wants to win. I don't, I don't buy that story at all. Yeah, I agree with you. You ask him what Super Bowl was your favorite, and he says the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool and badass. He always has that mentality. I'm going to keep winning. I want to mm-hmm. win the next one, keep winning the next game. It has nothing to do with the pass. Right. It has to do with what I'm doing moving forward. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, to bring up an example, you know, everybody's been watching, you know, The Last Dance on ESPN featuring uh, Michael Jordan. And, you know, he talked about it last night. He was, he was upset that they didn't get the opportunity to go for the seventh title. 
um, you know, because of salary cap and stuff like that. They couldn't bring everybody back the following year. And, you know, it still haunts him to this day that, you know, if he was able to bring back that team, he would have won the seventh title. He, he thinks he would have got it. So um, that just shows you the kind of competitor. I think Tom Brady is, is in the same mold where they're just trying to win every time they can because they want to be the best in everything that they do. So, you know, that's that's pretty awesome to, you know, kind of compare, you know, Tom and Michael. I think they both have that same mindset. And uh, if anybody hasn't watched The Last Dance, I recommend it. Really good uh, series. So Absolutely. And yeah. also, Jay Elmore in the chat brought up a good point. He said Brady and Arians will want to keep their foot on your throat and score points. Oh, um, yeah, no doubt. Right, and I, I commented. I was like, for real, right? There won't be a speed bump. Mm-hmm. Picture the Pat- Patriots with Randy Moss and Wes Welker. Yeah. I mean, when they had all those weapons, they're like, why the hell should we stop? Right. You, you sh- you're you paid to stop us. Why the hell should we stop? You're not doing your job. We That doesn't mean we have to slow down our job, right? And that was a big thing I brought up in the last podcast or the last live stream. Brady mm-hmm. and his uh, Tom Burst Time was like telling Edelman, just do your job. That was a, that was a lazy route. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? You run it. He's like, bitch, that's not my job. Right. My job is yeah. to throw you the ball. Your job is to run the damn right route and run it effectively mm-hmm. so I can get you the ball. So I can picture Tom Brady looking over at Mike Evans and say, you better beat this guy. You're way better <laughs> than him. You beat him every damn time. Chris Godwin, yeah. pro bowler, wanting to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out there. Prove it. Gronkowski, you know what the hell you do. Like, just lighting fires in everyone's asses. Bruce Arians already does it. I think Tom Brady, mm-hmm. with his already just – Solid position and what the hell he's always established for himself. Right. Other those players will want to step up their game for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. That that time that uh not time but that Tom versus time. Yeah. That's, some, that's something I still I still need to watch. I haven't watched it um, in yeah, its entirety do. yet. So I need to I need to check that out. Um, it looks badass. I think it is probably is badass. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Tom is uh, is going to be fine. And again. His, like we've said before in the past, um, you know, his impact is going to be off, like, during the week. It's not going to be on game day. It's going to be just the preparation. And game day is going to become easy, I think, for this team because of what Tom's able to do Monday through Saturday. Yeah. And he's going to help guys tremendously. Um, you know, and that's that's going to be awesome to see. Again, Tom doesn't have to be, you know, the Tom of – you know, when he threw 50 touchdowns, like you said, with Randy Moss, he just has to be that guy that can be, you know, effective and efficient and, um, you know, don't screw it up. Don't throw turnovers, <laughs> you know? That's the and easy I, yeah. answer, right? Right. Oh, yeah, but you just mentioned about he doesn't have to throw 50. J.L. Moore said the same thing. Don't see mm-hmm. Brady throwing 50 touchdowns, but 35 to 40 seems doable. I don't even need him to do 40. Right. I just said, give me another 30-plus, like how Jameis did. Yeah. I mean – Give me that. We're winning games. Just don't yeah, give it, I, give it away. Thirty plus, right? Yeah, I think if you can get anywhere close to you know thirty and you know twelve or less interceptions, I mean you'd be very happy with that. Um, you know, under fifteen, maybe under fifteen interceptions. You know, I think that's doable. You, you keep the uh, you know turnovers down. Your defense is going to be better. Um, Tom knows how you know he knows how to operate and he knows what is best as far as you know making the right play. So. It's. I mean, we talked about it the other day. Um, it's going to be. It's kind of scary to see what this offense can be with you know smart quarterback at, at the helm and and doing the right things. Um, you know, pre snap and post snap. 
Absolutely. And like you said, don't throw 12-plus interceptions. Yeah. If you think about it, if you have this many damn weapons, you shouldn't have to force any ball, right? right. They shouldn't. You shouldn't be throwing into double teams or triple teams. I mean, even if one of them goes down, you're still loaded. Yeah. I mean, with proven guys that know how to catch the ball, make plays on the ball, I mean. Mm-hmm. And then guys coming up from underneath, like Tyler Johnson, and mm-hmm. if Justin Watson actually makes a damn team, like right, guys like that will feed the fire. Scotty Miller, like shit. I mean, they're, they're, this I team mean, is let, loaded in let, offense. Yeah, let's let's be honest. They can run the offense with just the tight ends in general. Yeah. I mean, if they want to just go tight ends, that's all they can do. I mean, they can pretty much run that, and uh, you can let Mike and Chris rest a little bit, and uh, it, it's they got plenty of options. Let's let's just say that plenty of options to work with, and uh, I'm just excited. I, I want it. I want it to come to fruition, and hopefully we can see it soon here and, and see these guys actually on the field. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, some practices and stuff like that. Then, you know, once I see Tom in the jersey, then I'll know it's for real. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's not a dream. Like, you know, it can be pinched, and it's, you know, actually there. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. God, I hope so. But mm-hmm. we'll talk more about Brady and the offense after this, but the main reason behind this live stream is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers schedule and how we see it going through. We touched on it on the last podcast, but mm-hmm. this is actually going through. Everyone has to do it. I mean, it's the off season guys. There's nothing to talk about. So let's talk about the schedule. Where do we see their record? We touched on it last time saying, I said the, the floor is 10 and six. The ceiling mm-hmm. was, I think 13 and three. Yeah. Well, I have a schedule right here in front of us. And the first game, game one, Sunday, September 13th at 425. Bucks at the Saints. What do you see happening? Let's just touch uh, on each and one of these games, kind of give like a two-minute overview and let's make a selection. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I love this matchup uh, to start. I mean, a division game to start right off the bat I think is really cool. So um, as as it goes now, I probably I, – I probably lean the Saints in this game week one, but then again, you know, the mm. Saints, you know, the Saints struggle out of the gate and we've seen that, you know, over the last couple of years. So maybe the Bucks can catch them by surprise. Um, it just, for me, it really depends on how much, you know, time and training we have before the season starts. Um, if the Bucks have a full training camp and preseason, then I say I like their chances, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough matchup just because the Saints, um, you know, they have everybody in place. I mean, we kind of do too, but, Again, um, you know, you're still changing a big piece at quarterback um, and Tom Brady, and, you know, he still has to learn his receivers and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I'd probably give the edge just to the Saints here because it is at home in New Orleans. I can agree to that. I'm going to play devil's advocate pretty mm-hmm. much on all of these. So, okay, I mean, that's because <laughs> we always agree on so so much. So, I know. you're saying Saints. I'm going to give you the reason why of Buccaneers. I'm going to – Compare it to the same way of when we played them with Ryan Fitzpatrick first game of the year. Right. Fitzpatrick looked them up because they didn't know what to expect. All they expected was Jameis Winston's constant forcing the ball, looking deep, non-timing. It's just mm-hmm. pushing it. Well, Tom Brady doesn't do that. Maybe Tom Brady lulls them to sleep just like he does with every other team. Yes, it's problematic saying he has to comp- play at a high level – the first game of the year against probably the best team in the NFC period, not just the South, but period. So I honestly think 
it's going to be a lot closer than you think. But I do agree with you. I think the Saints do win. They should win, technically. Mm-hmm. But don't count out Brady. But I'll agree with you there. All right. So I like this damn little format. Mm-hmm. We found this on YouTube, Playoff Predictors. We have our overall record here, our division record here. We're already 0-1. Shit. <laughs> Conference record. So it gives everything yeah. in order. So it kind of gives and it even right. predicts other teams as we go through. So that's kind of gotcha. cool. Yeah, that's cool. So let's keep going. Panthers yep. versus Bucks. This is Bucks at home. Mm-hmm. How do you see this going? Yeah, this one I, I see the opposite. I see the Bucks um, taking this one. You know, looking at the Panthers again, they're in kind of a rebuild mode. Um, I think it's going to be kind of tough for them early on, but I think the Panthers will be a stronger team once they get towards the the back half of the season. Um, they got a lot of young players on defense. They're kind of changing their offense as well. So, and you don't really know what to expect with Teddy Bridgewater. The offensive line is is sub, you know, okay. They added, um, you know, Russell Okun as their left tackle, who, you know, again, he's kind of suspect too because of injury. But uh, I like the Bucks here. I think the Bucks bounce back and, and get a big win at at Raymond James Stadium, and um, you know, kind of take it to the Panthers and, and get to one and one. I 100% agree with that. I'm going to say a couple points on this. Obviously, new you touched on all, all this. New coaching staff, a whole shit ton of rookies on the defense. You have a great quarterback in Tom Brady, an unlimited amount of weapons, an offense that all the playmakers know what the routes they have to run, the blocking schemes, the concepts, everything. It's just Tom Brady, one guy having to learn the system. And... Hell, you have the best game manager making those decisions against a whole shit ton of rookies. Mm-hmm. You're going to always choose the Buccaneers in that, or the team with that game manager that's the smartest guy against rookies. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let's just fly out. We, we, need, we don't even have to go on that. Yeah. But let's keep going on. Broncos versus Buccaneers. And it's Broncos at home. What time is it? 425, September 27th. So it's not mm-hmm. going to be freezing cold. Shouldn't be. Right. So it won't affect us Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans or just players itself that are used to hot weather. But also, I was reading up, Tom Brady, for some reason, isn't the greatest against the Broncos. I don't understand that, but mm. what do you see? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this game is going to be probably closer than most people think. Uh, I do have the Buccaneers edging this one out uh, just because, I, I, again, I like their offense against you know the Broncos' defense. Um, I believe the Broncos, you know, lost some key pieces on defense. Again, they still have some good pass rushers as far as Bradley Chubb, Von Miller. Um, but I believe they lost Chris Harris, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, they got some some younger guys in the secondary, still talented. But, uh, yeah, I still like um, I like the Bucks in this one just because of their offensive weapons. I think they'll be able to outmatch what the Broncos offense will be able to do against our defense. Yeah, so you have Drew Locke, second-year quarterback, who doesn't even have a full season starting. Um, his He has, what, one? No, now he has Jerry Judy. Okay, Jerry Judy, who's a rookie, though, against our really aggressive, fast-paced defense. And then who's the wide receiver they had? Bigger guy, small school. Did well last year. Uh, that was uh, Cortland Sutton, yeah. Sutton, Cortland yeah. Sutton, SMU, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... And then they have a tight end too, Fant, right? right? I mean, yeah, they no, have some offensive no weapons. Yeah, offensive yeah. They weapons. added Melvin Gordon, so yeah, they have some pieces. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I can see why people say they're just going to be tough. Mm. But my my thing is, yeah, again, best decision maker, 
Then again, you have Von Miller with um, Brand. The other difference Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. I said Brandon. Mm-hmm. Bradley Chubb on the other side. That's damn. That's that's a big tough test. Freaking week three. Jeez. Right. But again, I'm going to touch on this not only because I'm a homer, but I'm playing the options out. Brady's going to get rid of the ball faster to options that he has. He has outlets all over the place. So mm-hmm. I can see Bucks winning this. Not easy. I think it's going to be tough. But right. I'll choose Bucks. So we're 2 on 1 after losing mm-hmm. the first game against the Saints. Chargers, Buccaneers, at Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah, see? Yeah. I- I see this one similar to the Panthers game. Again, the Chargers are changing some things with the roster. You know, they got a got a new quarterback probably um, starting, whether it be Tyrod Taylor or the rookie uh, Justin Herbert. So, you know, they got some talented pieces as far as the defense goes. Um, you know, obviously with Joey Bosa and they have, um, you know, Duran James, um, they've added some, you know, some more playmakers in the secondary. I believe they added uh, Chris Harris Jr. So, they are um they're gonna be tough they're gonna be a tougher matchup but again i see just the the inability to score consistently i think is going to be their problem especially going up against our defense at home who who plays better at home defensively you know i think the bucks uh take this one be a little bit closer but i think they take it in the end again similar to the broncos game i'm gonna be flat out and say it's not gonna be tough at all there you go okay there you go I mean, I don't want to be an ass, but I'm going to. If we come off with this little rally from, okay, we got a, a tune-up game, Panthers. Mm-hmm. This game's going to be tough, I feel. This game, I think we're going to just demolish them. If Justin Herbert starts, I'm 100% sure. If Tyrod Taylor starts, I think it's tougher. But still, mm-hmm. like I think even though they have Chris Harris, which I did look up, it's true they do. Mm-hmm. I still think with the amount of weapons we have, they just can't do it. Joey Bosa, Derwin James, I don't, I don't care. Like, Derwin James is out a whole season. Joey Bosa is good. Melvin Ingram's good. Mm-hmm. But hell, what? We could get them so off balance. The middle of their defense isn't really there. They were relying on the smaller cornerback that had crap ton of interceptions. I mean, no, I'm, I'm gonna say it's an easy win. I'm, I'm sorry on that one. Mm-hmm. This, this little stretch is the hard part but yeah yeah we're getting into tougher games here so you know next up you got the bears and again this is you know on a short week coming off of that chargers win um you know the bears defense is really good they'll give you some problems but again i just think our defense personally is going to find a way to you know take it to chicago's offense again i think you'll be able to confuse whether it be mitch trubisky or nick Foles at the helm uh you know their offensive line is not the greatest so i think our pass rush of shaq barrett you know, Vita Vea, JPP, those guys can get in there and cause some havoc. And uh, I don't think they'll be able to run the football on us. No. So, so we'll be able to, I think we'll be able to find ways to score enough against their defense. Again, Tom is going to be, you know, smart and efficient. He's going to work his way down the field methodically and, uh, you know, take the plays that are there. So, you know, I think we'll find a way to win this one. And I, I think we win this one probably by 10 points or more. 10 points or more. Yeah. I hope that's true, but again, so it's it's in Chicago. Yeah, which makes it tougher. And a shorter week. Prime time. That's our first prime time game, too. That's correct. Yep. Brady's gonna want to show up, but I think it's gonna be tougher than you think. I think they're gonna bruise us up a little bit. That's mm-hmm. why this stretch, 
becomes harder. Yeah. I do yeah. agree that I think we should win. Right. The fact that it's, but then again, it is positive. It's early in October. It's not snowing. It's not cold. Hopefully mm-hmm. not cold. No. So this is a pure Floridian talking. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should win. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But and even if it is Nick Foles or Trubisky, I mean, we slapped, we sacked the shit out of Nick Foles against Jacksonville. And mm-hmm. we'll probably do it again with him right. in Chicago. So it yeah. doesn't really matter who the hell it is. The Bears don't have a great offensive line. That defense is stout, but right. hell, our defense is stout, our offense is loaded. Mm-hmm. It's more we don't need to make mistakes. And it was the same shit last year. Yeah. And I think we have the right guy doing it this year that won't make those mistakes, that will let the game play out and let the best team win. Mm-hmm. But before Agreed. we go on to the next game, guys, if you're in the chat, please give us a like down low. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Just do it. Help us out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be a great Buck fan, right? <laughs> Other than that, let's keep going, Jay Elmore. Love all the, the stuff in the chat. Let's keep going. <laughs> Jay Elmore said, good cop, bad cop. Yeah, we got to do it, right? <laughs> we can't keep agreeing on every damn point. Yeah. So let's keep going. So Packers off of a bye. I like how they put that little bed there. Mm-hmm. But we're at home. This is coming. We get a little bit longer to look at them, but the Packers had pretty much two weeks to look at us. Right, yeah. So, Buccaneers at home against the Packers. What do you see? Yeah, I think this one could be a, a very tough game. You know, the Packers have, uh, you know, when they have Aaron Rodgers, I mean, they're one of the best in the NFC. Um, you know, obviously they were last year. I think they were 13-3 and three, uh, last season. So, they were one of the top teams. And, um, hell, yeah, they were in the <laughs> NFC Championship game, right, against San Francisco. So, they're, you know, they're a good stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got kicked. But, um, yeah, very good team. Um, you know, they have up-and-coming defense for sure. They've added some, you know, playmakers on the defensive line. So, you know, this game I think could be a toss-up really anyway. But I'm going to lean Packers here on this one just because mm-hmm. of the extra preparation. And, you know, the Bucks, you know, coming off a big win, um, you know, coming off big wins the last couple of weeks, you know, 4-1 and one on the season right now. Uh, I think they kind of have a letdown at home against uh, Green Bay. Like you said, 4-1, on one. we're yeah. at home. Okay, so I'm going to give this to you just because, I mean, as a super Buck fan, I would probably say 16-0. and 0. <laughs> As realistically. Well, in... well, go with what you feel. Go with what you feel. No, so here's my rebuttal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this to you regardless. Okay. But here's my rebuttal. The Packers. They suck against the run, okay? They, just, they, do. they do. The 49ers ran all over them, couldn't stop shit. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't even have 10 passes in that playoff game that they lost to. Let me go even more into it. So people think, oh, we couldn't run the ball last year. That was last year. Every year you change. Mm-hmm. Do I think the Packers are going to get better against the run? No, because who did they draft in the draft? They took Jordan Love and they took A.J. Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> where, where are they trying to help their weaknesses? Like they're mm-hmm. looking to the future even more when they should be looking for the now too. I mean, yes, we, we need to be thinking both. Same thing with the Bucks, mm-hmm. but Aaron Rodgers is your, is your guy. You got to keep building and pushing not just for him, but stopping the run, helping him with the defense. Mm-hmm. I think if we start running the ball, Rojo Vaughn, Rojo Vaughn, getting them off balance and then throwing little dumps, like how Brady does. Right. I mean, 
technically, even though their offense is really good, mm-hmm. our defense will improve. I honestly think that that will happen, especially in the secondary. Yeah. And some people think, oh, you brought back the the whole defensive line, front seven. That doesn't mean it's going to be the ex- exact same production. You're mm-hmm. right, especially if there's injuries. But still, they, they are stout enough. I don't think Sue's level of play is going to drop that much. Mm-hmm. I know Vita Bay is only going to get better. Shaq Barrett, yes, he can't go better. He can't, he can't go 22, 23 sacks. <laughs> He's probably going to get near 10. I'm going to be a realist on that. But whoever's on the other side is going to benefit as well because Shaq's going to have attention. Vita Bay is going to have attention. JPP's going to have probably more than 10. So mm-hmm. there's, there's so many avenues in our, our team that we could attack a team like the Packers. Right. And Aaron Rodgers like- was just embarrassed by that 49ers line. So go ahead, right. you were going to say no, I was just gonna say it looks like the chat agrees with you. Oh. Um, I'll add I'll add this to the uh, you know as far as being the Packers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has has struggled uh, historically in Raymond James Stadium, so that kind of you know goes to you know our hands. So yeah, he's had games where he's thrown multiple picks um, here in Ray J. So that's whether it's first Josh Freeman or whether it's first um, you know Jameis Winston. So yeah, he's had his he's had his struggles. So. You said in the chat, so J.L. Moore said close, but I think there's going to be some tension in Green Bay this year. Not sure how much that will affect this season. Weapon, What weapons do they have? I mean, they are, I mean, A.J. Dillon's pretty damn good. Devontae Adams pretty damn good. Yeah, they still have Aaron Jones. Um, Aaron Jones, elite. Is Montgomery yeah. still there? Wire receiver uh, slash running back? Uh, I'm not Montgomery? sure on that, but it, yeah, I mean, they still have some guys. Again, they're not household names. Um, they don't stack up to, you know, the weapons that we have. I mean, no team does, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's still Aaron Rodgers, and I just feel like, you know, coming off of that Thursday night game, even though we will have, you know, more time to prepare, I just, I think the Packers, um, I just have them edging this one out. I'm Buccaneer Bruce. I, I see him in the chat. I'm going to call you out. I agree with you. I think the Buccaneers are going to throttle the Packers. I think they clown their offense, he said. Mm. I, I, To be honest, I, I agree. I mean, the rotation we can put together with our defensive line, if healthy, there's only a week six, so we shouldn't hopefully have that many mm-hmm. injuries. But I agree with you. Like I, I agree their offense is good and is led by a great quarterback. And it's, they came off of a bye, yes. That's the only reason why I think they could beat us. Mm. But if it was week to week, I think we'd win, but I'll give plus the benefit of the doubt. The yeah. Packers win on a, on a bye. <laughs> so we go week seven. Buccaneers at Las Vegas mm. Raiders. Yeah. Again, yeah. coming off a bye. Check that out. What right. do you think? Yeah, this one, I, I think, uh, you know, John Gruden overthinks it and, um, you know, kind of messes up his own game plan. And I think the Bucks take advantage uh, I have the Bucks winning this one. I I think by double digits. I just Whoa. think we're Whoa. I think we're I think we're the better team, and uh, I think we'll find ways to, you know, make Derek Carr uh, make mistakes and uh, get after him as far as you know pass rush goes. So I have the Bucks bouncing back and winning this one, uh, pretty significantly in hand. Pretty significantly. Yep. Isn't this another primetime game? It is. It is. Yep. Yep. Another primetime game. Mm-hmm. In Vegas. Against John Gruden, who's going to want to run some shit. I think he's going to keep it a lot closer than you think. I don't think it's going to be a double-digit game. Mm. I think he's going to do these little short passes where he's going to get it out of the hands because he knows Todd Bowles is going to blitz. He's going to want to force the issue. 
Mm-hmm. I think. Hmm. But then again, the Raiders secondary sucks. Yeah. It just does. Experience. Yeah. Uh, Pass rush isn't great. They have some guys. I mean, you know, Crosby and they still have Farrell, but. Yeah, J.L. Moore, Sunday night game. Yeah, you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. but then we got the most calm, cool, and collect guy. I agree with you, but I just don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think that's going to be a lot closer than you think. Mm-hmm. But the Bucks are 5-2. and freaking two. Jesus. Yep. Yep. When was the last time you could say we were winners before a bye week or like this <laughs> this early in a season, too? Yeah. Yeah, we haven't been God. five and we haven't been five and two in a long time. I don't know right. what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you know last time we were that good. I think it was Gruden's last year when we were we went on to like nine and two. Yeah, nine and three, and then we lost the last game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jeez. Five, four. So. God. Yep. Oh well. I, I like that matchup. Yeah. Well, before we go on to the next chat again, Buckingham mm-hmm. Bruce says, "I just don't think the Packers were as good as their record." Yeah, that could be game. true. Yeah, that could be true. I say this. Yes, they had no running game to speak. Mm-hmm. They had, were forced to throw the ball. Aaron Rodgers just doesn't make mistakes. Right. But with that, not making mistakes, which is kind of like the the anti-Jameis. He doesn't mm-hmm. make mistakes, but he's also leaving opportunities out on the field. Yeah. So because of that, I mean, that's that's the, the fine line you walk, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So... If you're not making those plays against a Bucks defense, who's going to be better, more aggressive, more knowing of where they need to be on the field? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not uh, bearing a major injury. We should win this game, but uh, we'll see. Either, mm-hmm. Even though five and two is still a great record, yeah, going against the Buccaneers versus the Giants Monday night, another <laughs> primetime game. So we just yeah. had yeah one, two. Three out of the past four games were Monday or primetime games. So Giants, Buccaneers, what do you see going on? Yeah, this, you know this game could be a potential trap game, but again, I look at it. You know, I I just don't think the Giants roster is very good. Again, this is a team that I think is going to be in the you know top ten of the draft next year. Um, again, they're trying to put pieces together. Um, you know, I, I think there's still some question marks on Daniel Jones as. But I think I like what they put around them as far as offensive line. You know, obviously getting Andrew Thomas, I think, will help. Um, you know, I still have Saquon Barkley, but, you know, we pretty much shut him down last year. And I think we do the same. Uh, but I have the Bucks edging this one out. I think they win, uh, I say, 10-plus points again. And uh, defense, I think, is going to find ways to uh, avenge what happened last year as far as that game and, and letting that one slip away. So I think they they bounce back strong, and I think the offense does you know enough to uh, get us the victory. I agree with you. I think that defense is going to be pissed. Yeah, they're going to be. But they they open up the freaking valley for Daniel, Danny Dimes to freaking <laughs> go right down the center yeah, and score a touchdown exactly. and laugh at him, and then yeah, Matt exactly. Gay misses an easy kick. But I think the defense will take more offense to that, and JPP will take offense to that, just because that's his opposing team. I think he's going to play balls to the walls in this one. So I agree. I, I, I don't want to be Buccaneer Homer all the time. <laughs> but I mean, in this situation, so I'm going to be flat out. When it was with Jameis, I literally would toss it up in the air. It could be a heads or tails. Mm-hmm. Literally. A game that you could win easily, you knew it was going to be up in the air. A game that we should get our asses kicked, 
we'd be in the game. Mm-hmm. We'd be in the game. Yeah. Or we'd be one score away because he is that damn good. He can do anything on the field, but he is also yeah. that damn bad. Yeah, where he's he so can just throw it away. And yeah, that's he's so unpredictable. But with a guy like Tom Brady, even if he isn't anywhere near the player he used to be, everyone's like, oh, he's not. He's washed up. Mm-hmm. He's he's at the end of his career. Okay, give me the end of his career. Give me the best game manager, best decision maker right. out there. Give me a guy that can just give it to the playmakers to do what they can do. Because mm-hmm. we're loaded with them. Right. Yes, we could have gotten a younger quarterback to do it, but we got a guy with a proven track record that will establish himself in the locker room and everyone's going to listen. A rookie, a younger player wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Even Teddy Bridgewater, even though I like him a lot, he would, he's not going to have the effect to grab eyes and look at him tell him, no, you're going to listen to me, you're going to follow me because I'm going to get you there. And mm-hmm. I think that's what Brady has on this team. And it's going to come to fruition. And games like this that should be wins will happen. And I'm going to give that to the Buccaneers. We just freaking won one, two. Oh, okay, two in a row because you said the Packers won. <laughs> Either way, six and two. Yep. Wow. Yep. Six and two at the eight-week mark. Yeah. Now we have a uh, you know showdown here again against the Saints. And now this is you know the third primetime game in a row for the Buccaneers. Um, Sunday night football here against the Saints. And, you know, I think the Bucks get their revenge after the week one loss that I have, you know, predicted. And I think the Bucks bounce back big in this one and, and get a key division win over the Saints and really take control um, of the division going forward. I want to agree fully with that. And that's another primetime game, Sunday night football. Yeah. Jeez. That's that meat of the season where we have all those primetime games. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I answer this, no, I'll answer it first. So, I think we do get our revenge. We'll get our third straight win. Mm-hmm. It'll be hard fought. That's potentially your... I've said it before. Like Who who could be deciding who goes to the Super Bowl from the NFC? Right there. Mm-hmm. I, the Saints just know what to do. But the Bucks are always competitive against them every year. Now imagine, like I just said, with the Giants point. A guy that can manage the game better, doesn't make us lose a game, but is the reason why we win it. Mm-hmm. So my decisions, the Buccaneers just won three in a row, and we're seven and freaking two. Wow. And two. But and before we keep going, let me go on to the chat real quick. So sure. Antonio Santiago said, you think season ticket holders should worry about potentially not going to any games this year? Let's answer that. He had two questions. Let's answer that. First. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, you know, I would be concerned. Um, you know, because I mean, right now the plan is is probably to have games without you know fans in the stadium. I know, you know, other leagues are looking at that you know potential scenario. I know baseball is. I think hockey has has been talking about it. So, yeah, I. I would be concerned. I mean, hopefully, you know, the teams have something in place where um, if fans are not allowed to go to the games, they have something in place where they can, you know, send out refunds and stuff like that and handle it properly, you know, more properly than, you know, say the airlines have. <laughs> oh. But, um, but uh, yeah, or I mean. gyms have. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I would have some concern there. I mean, me personally, um, you know, I'm leaning on not going to, to games unless – uh, you know, the doctors and they all come out and say, oh, it's safe to go, you know, stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a concern and, you know, hopefully, hopefully fans can go, you know, I'm hoping for best case scenario and hopefully we can all enjoy games uh, this season at Raymond James. Jay Elmore just said, yeah, NASCAR just ran a, a race yesterday with no fans. There you go. Yeah. I mean, picture just like all you Tampa Bay fans watching a race game. You never went to the game. <laughs> okay, just I let us hopefully get to the show and then you can go show up. I mean, right. Yes, I, I want to see Brady live in a Bucks jersey. Hell yeah, yeah. Everybody does. Yep. But the thing is, it's let us all as a, the world, the whole world nationally get over this real quick and real quick. Shit. Mm-hmm. Let's get over this and move forward. I mean, learn from it. People were saying no handshakes. There's going to be face masks all the time. I don't. I don't think that's going to be what it's going to be. I think this is just something we need to learn from. Don't be so nonchalant and just who gives a shit. Like mm-hmm. you saw all the people in Fort Lauderdale just drinking. Oh yeah, I don't care about it. And they're just chugging in front of the damn news camera. Right. It's a bad look for Florida in general. So yeah, yeah. It's not just old people. It's young idiots, I guess. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's. We just got to do better just as I'm touching my face. <laughs> but I mean, make sure you wash your hands. Just right. Buffets went under. Like it's, it's tough. I mean, there's going to be a lot of changes, but mm-hmm. stay the course, stay clean and let, let it happen. We, we have no control over it. So don't stress it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also said, also speak on my D. I, th- <laughs> I think we need number one defense to win the chip this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the defense has a very strong possibility of being a top, you know, top 10, top five defense. You know, they showed it in the second half of last season. Um, now, granted, those were against, you know, some, you know, not the greatest of offenses um, towards the back half. But, you know, they have the pieces in place to really show what they can do. I think another year under Todd Bowles, they can be really good. And, you know, we will see. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I think that's probably the most that's probably the most excited I am about this team is the defense. You know, I know everyone's on the offense, but this defense has a lot of good playmakers, a lot of speed. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pumped about Devin white and, and Vita Vea. I think those two can take their games to the next levels that we haven't seen yet. And it's going to be very impressive. And, um, you know, like Mark said earlier, I think Shaq Barrett's going to, you know, gauge a lot of attention and that's going to help guys like JPP, Anthony Nelson, others and Dominican Sue get in after the quarterback. So it's going to be fun. And, and not even to mention Levante David, who is our best player on defense. And he doesn't even get the credit that he deserves. I mean, now with primetime games, I mean, everybody's going to know his name and uh, he should make pro bowl, all pro team, all those things. And uh, really excited uh, for the defense. So. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll touch on the defense and other podcasts. I think we'll mm-hmm. touch on the offense later, but I mean, our defense will show up. They're reactionary. They're going to be a lot faster in being reactionary this year because they know the defense that they're running. Right. There's there's no real rookies that's going to be starting besides Winfield. And Winfield's already ahead of the game because his dad literally taught him the game of football. He's not learning from behind. He's kind of like Buda Baker who mm. he just feels the game. He doesn't have to think the game. He feels it. Like that's a kind of good comparison, I, I want to say. But... Mm-hmm. Let's keep moving forward. Um, Jay Elmore said that Saints game is going to be a shootout, 45-42 type score. Hell yeah, okay. I, I think that would be uh, an awesome game to see. Yeah. 
But yeah. I'm, like like you mentioned, but our, I think our defense will show up a lot in mm-hmm. some of these games where you think it's going to be Tom Brady having to carry us. No. And it's really going to be our defense showing what the hell they can do. Right. But let's go. Week 10, Buccaneers mm-hmm. at the Panthers. What do you think? Yeah, I think this this one I think will be closer than it was in week two where we went at home. Uh, but I think, again, the Buccaneers pull this one out because I think their defense is better. Uh, I think their offense can put up points against a young Panthers defense, and I think we'll be able to, to put up enough uh, to win this game and have the Buccaneers winning uh, this one again. Not even to argue. I think it's the Panthers is going to be a rebuilding year. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, what the hell is his name? The head coach. Uh, Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Yep. Like, they brought up a, uh, a screenshot of his first years with, like, the Temple team mm-hmm. and with Baylor. First year, they just sucked ass. Right. It was just a lot of learning, this aggressive scheme on defense that they have. And it's hard. I mean, you, you just have to go through a learning curve when you're going through all this change. Plus, you lost mm-hmm. Luke Heakley. Right. I think it's going to be a bad, bad season for the Panthers. Trying to establish Teddy Bridgewater. Buccaneers are going to abuse them. I think those two are easy penciled in wins. So let's keep going on. LA Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday night again. Right. 8-15. What do you think? Go. Yeah, this this one's going to be a tougher one. Um, again, this is a game that, you know, the Bucks could fall into a little bit of a trap. You know, you've just won four in a row. And now you're trying to, you know, win five. And, you know, you're sitting pretty at eight and two, I believe. And, yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, they, they, they crushed them. I mean, last year, I mean, the Bucks had their best offensive game last year against the Rams. And I think they could have something similar. I mean, the Rams really haven't done much um, as far as player roster goes. And, you know, I, I think the Rams are kind of in a, in a, in a decline, really, if you think about it. Um, they, have, they have new playmakers on offense. Uh, so with that being said, even though I feel like it could maybe be a trap game, I think the Bucks come out again and, and, and win this one big on Monday night and get another win. Sean Nelson agrees. He said, Bucks beat Rams again. There you go. Keep it simple. <laughs> God, I, I almost feel stupid making this many wins in a row. But hey, I mean, I mean this, I, is something, I, this is something we have to get used to. Because I am of, part of the hype train, but come on. <laughs> really? I mean, when you don't have unpredictability at quarterback, you have a chance to win every game. And that's what Tom Brady brings. I'm going to put this little soundbite in there. <laughs> I, I loved that during the draft but I agree I mean we should win especially if we don't throw pick sixes within our our 20 yard line where Donovan Smith has to take the head off of the cornerback <laughs> um, where we don't have to rely on Dominic and Sue right. picking up a fumble for a touchdown again guys if you haven't noticed in our YouTube channel we also do film reviews Mm-hmm. I'm starting to look up Shaq Barrett and all of his sacks. We're going to do that review next. Yeah. It's going to be badass. All 19 and a half sacks he had, what he did best, what he just freaking abused people with. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, go check out all our other stuff. We did all our draft pick reviews. Not not some of the smaller school guys, but we just did Parnell Motley, right. Antoine Winfield, Keyshawn Vaughn, all the good stuff. Just go down in our channel, figure it out. Tyler Johnson. Some good stuff down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, yeah, guys, if you're in the chat, please give us a like. Thank you. Uh, if you're not subscribed, subscribe. But we'll keep going on. This is the biggest game of the year, probably. Yeah. Potentially uh, Super Bowl competition here. Bucks 
versus the Chiefs. Chiefs at home, 425 game. What do you think? Man, this this game is going to be, I think, something special, especially if if both teams are pretty healthy, which I think is is possible. And, you know, you're looking at the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes and, you know, now they have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who, you know, we really wanted and – um, plus, they still have Damian Williams, who's who's a pretty solid back, and you know, with the receiving core and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. I mean, you look at both teams. I mean, they're kind of constructed very similar um, as far as weapons goes, and I mean, they can go toe to toe as far as offenses. I think it's going to come down to who's the better defense. And to be honest, <laughs> I think the Buccaneers' defense is better. So. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers again, and um, we're going to go to 10-2, and two, and that's six wins in a row now. I'm going to burst your bubble. <laughs> I let you have the Packers one. I'm taking this one. All right. I'm yeah. going to say the Chiefs are going to win solely for this factor. Patrick Mahomes is going to do something miraculous. He's going to do something for the TVs, and we're going to just lose out because of something he does like that. Right. Even though I want to put the Buccaneers, I think the Chiefs just, they're bringing back pretty much the whole damn team. They're loaded. And then they got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, which, yes, Devin White's probably going to be on, but... It's going to be tough. I think this is more kind of like Tom Brady letting Patrick Mahomes beat him early and then stomping his ass in the playoffs. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so, too. But I got to do this just because, I mean, I... Mm -hmm. Team's that good... I still can't physically admit right. that the Bucks can beat just knock them out. Right. Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. I mean, so. yeah, as a diehard Buck fan, I'm not going to put it all on Jameis. I mean, this this team literally would find ways to lose. I mean, even right. the defense, even the times Jameis is bowling out, the defense were just, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And even though I have all this confidence on the defense getting better as a year two under Todd Bull's system, it's still – Bearing injury, bearing right. just a little mishap in a team that good, you lose. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to confidently say, oh, Buccaneers win. Right? right. So so since we have a bye week, week 13, let's go into the group chat real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Sean Nelson said, tough game. Hmm. Yeah. Bucket. He said, bucket, I'm biased. Bucks all day. I want to do the same thing, but <laughs> I, I can't do it just yet. Uh, RD is going to stop them, he said. Hmm. I hope you're right. Uh, Jay Elmore said this is going to be a must-see game, but I think KC may pull this one out. I agree, Jay Elmore. Shit, yeah, we agree yeah. a lot, Jay. <laughs> Are you really not Michael Pless? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Exclue Garvey said, "Love the reviews. Great inside look on the guys we drafted." Thank Appreciate you, Exclue. I mean, yeah, we're we're doing this because we we love to do it, but you also know that you guys want to see this. It's not yeah. just blindly look into. Who the hell did the Bucks draft? No, I mean, we're going to look into that. We're trying to be that source for you guys. Like, mm-hmm. So you don't have to do any work. We'll show you what the hell they do well, what they do bad, if it was a worthy pick. I mean, I almost wish we did this last year with Sean Murphy bunting. Being like, who? Who the hell's that? <laughs> yeah. And then we go in to look into it so we can show you who the hell that guy is. Mm-hmm. But we weren't here. But we're here now, and we're going to keep pushing it. Right. But other than that, Let's keep going. And next game up, after the bye, Vikings versus the Buccaneers. After mm-hmm. a bye week, I think you – it's going to be tougher, but what do you think? Yeah, th- this game's going to be, a, again, another tough matchup. You know, the Vikings, I think, 
they got some players, but again, a very young secondary. They're making a lot of changes on defense. They still have some, you know, key components. Obviously, um, you have you know Daniel Hunter, who's a ridiculous pass rusher, really good. LC. So you got to you got to focus on him. Um, you know, so they have some guys up front that can cause problems. Still have Anthony Barr and you know Eric Eric Kendricks, um, but their secondary is you know going under new construction. You can say um, a lot of younger guys, and I think the Bucks will be able to take advantage. Um, as long as they can, you know, pass protect offensively again, you know, the big key is, is stopping Dalvin cook. I think he runs their offense pretty much. And I, and I like the Bucks defense, you know, as far as stopping the run. And again, they have an offensive line that is, is kind of, you know, up in the air, really, you know, they've added some pieces here and there, but again, it's still a work in progress. So I have the Bucks winning this one, uh, bouncing back after the, uh, the chiefs chiefs loss. Again, what do we do best? Stop the run. Dalvin Cook's their bread and butter. Kirk Cousins isn't he's similar to Aaron Rodgers. He just doesn't want to make mistakes. He's going to hold on to the ball. I think our pass rush can get in there, even though I think the Vikings' offensive line is really, really damn good. It'll be a tougher game. I almost want to pick the Vikings again. Mm. But since I did this, I'm going to give you that. All right. Especially because of the bye week. But uh, Buccaneers at the Falcons. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, again, coming into this game, the Bucks are sitting pretty, you know, pretty good, ten and three. Again, this is a a division game. You know, both teams really don't like each other. I think our, you know, bad blood against the Falcons is pretty legit. Um, you know, so this game again, the Falcons are a team that you know, kind of, I don't really know what they're doing as far as identity goes, and you know, defensively, they're they're changing some things around. Uh, you know, I, I think the Bucks they find a way to get this one done. I just think they're a better roster overall. And I, I think their defense can find ways to shut down uh, what the Falcons offense is presenting. Bucks offense scores enough and, and wins the game. Well, look at their draft. AJ Terrell, mm-hmm. I thought was a, was a reach, but still it's, they're trying to fix the Trufant hole. Marlon right. Davis, Davidson was a really good pick, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but the thing is, you have Matt Ryan. You're always going to be in it. The defense, if they stay healthy, again, there's a lot of ifs in NFL. So yeah. if they stay healthy, it'll be a competitive game. But overall, I mean, Bucks should win it. But I'm going to say because it's an NFC South division foe, I'm going to go against you. I gave you that one. I'm taking this one. Okay. You go. Uh, yeah, Buccaneers at Lions. Uh, again, I, I think just the roster overall matches up better for the Buccaneers. Um, the Lions, again, are still kind of in, you know, wait-and-see mode as far as what the roster can be, you know, going forward. Uh, I do like the DeAndre Swift addition. I think that's good for Matthew Stafford. Um, but, again, it depends on health. You know, Matthew Stafford has struggled to stay healthy. Um, and defensively, I just don't feel like they have enough. I mean, they just lost their best corner and uh, Slay. You know, we went to the Eagles. Um, you know, I know they picked up, you know, Jeffrey Akuda, who's probably maybe just as good. I mean, he's a really talented rookie, but again, rookie. And uh, yeah. I think the Bucks will be able to find ways to, you know, exploit matchups. And I have the Buccaneers winning this one pretty comfortably. I agree with that. But to my argument, rebuttal, Matt Patricia knows Tom Brady. I'm still going to give it to you immediately, but still. If the dude knows him that familiar, same thing with Dirk Cutter knowing our offensive scheme pretty much. It's the same deep down the threat mm-hmm. offense that Dirk Cutter instilled. But 
he knows all the players as well. So if he knows the main decision maker, Matt Patricia could probably scheme something, but I still think Buccaneers win. Falcons versus Buccaneers at home. I'm already going to say Buccaneers because they're going to be pissed off from that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last game of the season. This is a playoff game they kind of do. So. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's kind of, right? It's cool. But uh, Buccaneers win that last game. Pissed off. They're not going to rest anyone. They want to get that 12-4 record. Probably will be, uh, I guess it's not a bye week since week 18 they got to play. So I probably shit the bed. <laughs> this, so. I don't know if all the games are have been simulated. Oh, true. It looks but, like. But I mean, either way, mm-hmm. I think they win that. So my, I think 12-4. What do you think on this game? Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's a good uh, I think that's a good prediction. I think that could be something that comes to fruition. Again, it all depends on you know how quickly everything comes together. Can the defense ascend to that next level that we think they can? Um, offensively, can we just be smart enough in how we attack teams? And I think with Tom Brady at the helm, I think that's definitely possible. Um, but it, again, it comes down to you know staying healthy. You gotta have the right luck. You gotta have some bounces here and there. Um, but twelve and four, I think, is definitely doable. Uh, with the current roster that we have. Um, but time will tell. We will see. <laughs> yeah, so Jay Elmore said, we haven't beaten them at home the last two years on the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of why I had them beating us away. Mm-hmm. Even though we beat them away last year, it's just, I mean, I think they'll make it a lot more difficult than you think. I mean, their defense just keeps getting hurt. They can't get hurt every damn year. I mean, it just, it's not possible, but right. twelve and four. If we go twelve and four, I said ten and six was the floor. Thirteen and three is the ceiling. I think twelve and four is a a really good record to have. I think eleven and five is probably more realistic. Twelve and four is if everything comes together really quick. I mean, we had spurts. Let's look at it, where we won three in a row. No, four in a row. One, two, three, four in a row. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, five in a row here. We win yeah. five in a row. I'd flip out. When was the last time? Jameis against uh, what? 2016 season? 2015? Yeah, season? I mean, and and that's something you have to do. You got to find ways to win. You got to put games together. You got to be able to put streaks, and you got to be able to win five in a row. And uh, you know that's what it takes. You know you got to find ways to bounce back after losses, and you got to find ways to put you know consecutive wins uh, together to you know make the playoffs. And that's something that. I feel with, you know, consistent quarterback play that is Tom Brady and you have a consistent play in your defense, I think that's something that is definitely doable. And that's just something we haven't had. And I know it goes back to, you know, Jameis. And it wasn't just Jameis, like you said, because of the losing. I mean, defense was inconsistent. You know, Jameis was up and down. Um, So, you know, if those two things get better, you have more consistent play on both sides of the ball, um, you got a chance to be in a lot more games and, and win at the end when it matters. Oh, I, I agree with that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be the one that fully blames Jameis, which I was very critical of him, but either way, there's it's a team game, the greatest team game. So you can't fully blame one person. Uh, other than that, I mean, I really like this little format they have. Mm-hmm. Kudos to playoff predictors. That's pretty this, cool. This isn't a, a plug or anything, but it's just, either way, cool little format. You see everything right on the side for you. Mm-hmm. Easy little format for us. Other than yeah. that, I wanted to touch on one other quick thing mm-hmm. before we end this podcast or live stream. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about 
the Buccaneers offense and what it could look like. I mean, early on than going on later in the season with Tom Brady at quarterback. So, yes, everyone knows we have all these weapons. We, I don't have to name them. You mentioned we could even win games solely on our tight ends, which is mm-hmm. a loaded-ass room. Don't even mention the wide receivers or the running backs that we're going to have. How do you see Tom Brady pushing us to that next level? And what do you see us doing well early on? Or what do you see us having to progress to get better on in the season? I know it's a big question, but I guess yeah. early on, what are we going to be good at? And then as the season goes on, what are we going to be good at? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I think early on, I think, you know, to, to su- surprise some people, I think our running game, is actually going to be much better early on. Um, I think that's something that we're going to be able to lean on. And I say that because, you know, Tom Brady, he just knows how to win uh, pre-snap. And that's a big thing in today's NFL. Like, that is something that, you know, most like other quarterbacks, they, they struggle with. And Tom just, he understands what to do before even the play starts. And he knows where to go with the football. And that comes into, you know, audibles as well as far as checking to run plays. So I think our run game is going to be a strength to look at early on because teams are going to be afraid of what, you know, Tom can present in the passing game. And you're going to see some lighter boxes up front. And I think our offense is going to be able to take advantage of that. And then you'll be able to do some play action that Tom Brady excels at. And I think you're going to see him just, again, He's going to take advantage of what's there. Again, like you said, he's not going to force anything. Um, and as the season continues to progress and uh, we go forward, I think you're going to see a much balanced offense where it's going to be tougher to stop. Um, and I think we'll be fine as far as offense goes. I, I think it's a really good fit for what he likes to do um, offensively. All right, I'm going to add some of the, the comments into my question or my answer. So, mm-hmm. um, J.L. Moore said, good chance Gronk doesn't play all 16 games. I agree with that point. That's true. Um, but he also added, Rojo year three, knowing he's an RB1, could really spark his his growth. I agree with that as well. That's to the point of you saying that our offense early on could be driven by the run. Yeah. And I agree with that. It's in the fact that you just drafted a really good run blocker in Tristan Wirfs. Mm-hmm. Your running game got better as the year went on, so you realized when to run and what you were good at. All you did was change one offensive lineman now. And his early on analysis is he's really good at run blocking. So you can run on that side. You have two blockers in Gronk, OJ, that can block well on that side. We touched on this before. That could be dangerous in running the game. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't have to rely on how everyone thinks that we're just a deep downfield attack. We're not. It's developing that. And now you have a manager in Tom Brady that can decide if I have to go deep, if it's there, or if I have to just dump it because they already took away the deep option. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest difference. It's not like every route is a 30-yard down the field pass. That's where I feel like a lot of fans think. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the tape, like we look at a lot, there's always a short, an intermediate, and a deep. Unless it's like third and 21. Obviously, there's not going to be a short pass. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just the way we look at it. I agree with you. I think we're going to be running early. My downfall, and I'm going to be the, the devil's advocate in here, which 
I gotta be <laughs> is what if that fact of Tom Brady really does decline that fast mm. and not learning since he doesn't have an offseason to actually learn under the offense because of this stupid damn pandemic mm-hmm. and what it's doing to everyone in the world so you can't get together you can't have that one-on-one connection like the Saints are going to have week one right I mean if you start I mean like what is the saying you can't you can't lose the playoffs in the first quarter of the season but you mm-hmm. I don't know I forgot the saying but <laughs> either way I mean early on momentum with this team we haven't ever had momentum right like it's been it's always losing, one step and then right? two steps back right yeah. it's always been a losing franchise so that kind of worries me a little bit even though we are a stacked team mm-hmm. if Brady yeah. takes a step back I mean it is scary but it's just something we gotta acknowledge and move forward and thinking about yeah I agree with that and I think you know even if Tom takes a step back and let's say he doesn't have you know maybe the same zip or or what have you on his ball I, I think um you know, again, with the, the personnel that he has surrounded himself with, um, something that he just hasn't had in his entire career. Um, you know, the Patriots really didn't do him any favors while, you know, at New England. They just found ways to, to scheme with guys that, you know, did enough to get open and make plays. And Tom was there and being smart and, and got him the football. Now he's got guys that are freak athletes and Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, you know, Gronkowski, O.J. Howard, who – you know, I think it's going to be a huge part of this offense coming this year. Um, you know, plus you had Rojo in there. You got Keyshawn Vaughn. He just hasn't had guys like this that can take the ball and take it to the house um, like these guys can. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's he's going to be able to do just enough where this offense is potent uh, to, to win games, and they're going to do it. And that's borderline where I said – kind of like the time where he had Randy Moss and Russ Welker. But hopefully this time we can go all the way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, my only other negative, I mean, because I got to start bringing negatives. We can't just be at all a positive thing. For sure, for sure. So we're banking on that run game as if Tristan Wirfs doesn't develop as fast as we thought. Yeah, that right side is a concern. Yeah. I mean, it's – yeah, we saw developing from Kappa, but Mm – Dotson was a good pass blocker. Tailboard run blocking. That's probably why we're looking at run blockers. So, mm-hmm. Worfs is good at that. If we're down and we got to start passing the ball, I'm not confident at all on Tristan Worfs. I, I looked. I was the first player I I looked at and analyzed, and he is not good at pass blocking. He just isn't. And that's why I was like, I don't know if we would lean on him because yeah. because he isn't immediately good at doing it. And if you're going to be blocking for the goat, you want him up on his feet. Yeah. Yes, he can make the decision to throw it away quick, but I mean, there were times where it was literally just two guys coming at him. One guy went at the guard, one guy came at him, and mm-hmm. he didn't know which one to take. They did a stunt, switched his eyes, and he looked this way, and the other guy went inside, and he just easy hold to the the path the quarterback. So mm-hmm. to me, I just don't like his pass blocking. Is he going to learn that fast? I hope to God he proves me wrong, like how Devin White did, but. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like Devin White, he has all the tools. He has all the athleticism in the world. Can you put it together? That's my only thing. Everyone's like, oh, guys from Iowa do that. <laughs> I, I Prove it to me on the field, and then right. I will pull it all back and say, hell yeah, we're going all the way. But that's a big worry for me. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I agree. And maybe, you know, maybe you see a Joe Haig uh, here early, you know, to start the season. Um, and maybe, you know, Tristan takes over midway. Um, you know, you just, you just have to wait and see. But again, we hope we get a training camp. We hope we get some preseason time. Um, that way these coaches can get hands on with these, you know, players and, and get them up to, to speed, you know, especially Tristan, because he's going to be a big piece of the puzzle. Um, like you said, in that run game and be able to run to the right or left, I think it's going to be a huge dividend. Uh, for the Bucks offense. And that's something that, you know, I think early on that's going to take place because of the threat of Tom Brady and the, these weapons that we have surrounding him. I think defenses are going to be scared and they're going to play back and, and try to contain um, the big plays. And, you know, we're going to be facing lower, you know, less man boxes, you, you can say, you know, six to seven man boxes. And I think we'll take advantage of that. I can't even argue that one. <laughs> Yeah, I put it I mean, well together. I mean, to be honest, like, I can't even say, oh, well, what if Gronk's hurt? You still have OJ and Cambry. What you if Mike Evans is hurt? Yeah. Right? I mean, what if Mike Evans is hurt? Okay, well, Chris Godwin, Sky Miller, Tyler um, Johnson, Tyler Johnson. I mean, yep. you just have so many options. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess that could be the only other option. What if Mike Evans does get hurt? Right. You still have a number one in Chris Godwin, which is really all you really need. But then, mm-hmm. like you said, you have OJ, Cam Bray. <laughs> then you have all these scenarios. What if Gronk gets hurt? Mike Evans gets hurt. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Johnson gets hurt. Scotty Miller gets hurt. Okay, we still have a lot of talent. It's just yeah. scary how good they can be on offense. To me, it's more offensive line, Tom Brady, if he declines. Those mm-hmm. are the two biggest factors on offense. Otherwise, than that, Tom Brady, I think, I know is a great decision maker. That's not, this isn't going to get messed up. His arm, yeah. possibly. His body, possibly. But this is still playing at a high level. That's why I'm so confident because he wins with the neck up, and you know he's a guy that takes very good care of himself. So I'm not too worried about Mr. Brady. Um, you know I think it's going to be other guys. If 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 the reason we fail, it'll be because of other guys, not Tom Brady. I. Uh, I can't you got to agree that. again. <laughs> I, I can't say all that. I mean, because hey, it's new team. He he could he could possibly. But he's the goat. I mean, he's he gonna is. find a way. He's gonna find a way. And that that would be the worst if Buck fans literally turned on the goat. Could you imagine that? <laughs> be like Jameis. Tampa would be pure yeah. shit, right? God. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but oh man, that would be mean, funny. Overall, the offense, guys. It could be scary, and your defense could be even scarier. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we leave off, let's go to the chat real quick. Yeah, sure. It's been over an hour. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for all of this. Oh, uh, so Jay Helmore said, not at all. I just think it's hilarious because he said, wide receiver number one, Scotty Miller. Yeah. <laughs> said, you're one of those. He said, not at all. <laughs> but, hey, um, I mean, you never know. I mean, Scotty could take that next step if he puts on some don't. weight. I think he can. <laughs> he won't be number. It won't be number one, but. I think he's got a chance to be more involved than what he was, you know, last season. I mean, people are comparing him to Julian Edelman. No, that's a bad comparison. But he doesn't have anywhere near the shiftiness. No, but he's still, an outside receiver. Yeah, I mean, but I can still see him making a big ass impact. He had a big mm. impact last year. Just right. stay healthy, and you're going to have a big ass yeah. impact this year. Fix you're those hamstrings. Yeah, right. You're going to get the ball. <laughs> um, but Sean Nelson said, "Good stream, guys." Thank you, Sean Nelson, again. Appreciate it, Sean. Thanks for checking us out. Yeah, you guys make the chat. 
Again, if you haven't liked, please like it, subscribe, do all the good stuff for us. Um, but the biggest concern everyone had was uh, not going to the games because of this pandemic. So mm-hmm. I'll bring up these last two points. Sean Nelson said, it's going to be some bull if we can't go to the games if this damn COVID pandemic stuff goes away. doesn't mm-hmm. go away. Shaking right. my head and he put some angry faces. And then Jay Elmore actually made up another point. Let me find it. He said, damn, is that hot? He says, I want to see if any way I can honestly, as a season ticket holder, he says, I want to say, I'd be very upset not being able to tailgate and enjoy the live atmosphere, but I'd love to just see this team on the field. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, if we can't go to the games, I mean, yeah, that, that'll be, that, that stinks. I mean, everybody wants to go and tailgate, you know, have a good time, but, uh, yeah, I just I just really want to see the team on the field, like Jay said. So as long as we can see that, I'll be more than satisfied. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm hoping for the best case scenario that we can all, you know, get together at Ray J and have some fun and you know enjoy this team. Oh yeah, guys. I mean, I hope I can see y'all in person, not just in this chat. If y'all are season ticket right. holders, I think if we can't go to games, let's find bars to go to they opened up bars right i mean let's right yeah. let's at least congregate to an area just as loyal buck fans and just wanting to root this team on i mean they'll find ways if we can't get into the stadium they'll find ways to like literally put right. high speakers of fans in certain areas to go into the stadium i guarantee it that they can't mm-hmm. just have pure silence they're gonna right. have some stuff going on which this is the unprecedented times that we're in. They're going to have to do something to mm. manage all this. Uh, so I agree with you. I, I want to go to games bad, but yeah. no one knows. I don't know. I said earlier, you can't worry about something you can't control. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I have no say in it. You don't. Plus doesn't. Like, so right. we can't literally force our opinion on something that we can't control. We can't even see this damn virus. So, right. So yeah. just like, like JL Moore just said, six feet apart. I agree. Just yep. wear all your stuff, wash your hands. That's all mm. we can recommend to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Everyone just, you know, keep doing, you know, the right things, you know, taking care of your bodies and stuff and, and being smart. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll get through this uh, very soon. Yeah. Tom Brady just came out with something. <laughs> It was an immune yeah. system builder or something. Oh yeah, Tom's always promoting his his uh, his stuff there. Hold really on, have you seen what Tom Brady looks like right now? He looks like he is every bit of you know forty three years old. <laughs> he's looking ever so tan. Let me bring this up. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's working on the tan. He is truly, truly using Jeter's Jeter's house to the the best he can. Look at my <laughs> man's tan. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's got rid of that, you so know, that uh, so Boston, clean. that Boston uh, pale that I still have. You know, I can't get rid of. <laughs> and Look at this! Bit, Look I know. at this! <laughs> <laughs> My dude is looking too fresh. Like, yeah, like I I can't even think of a Hispanic name to give him. Tom Bradio? I don't know. <laughs> like Rico Suave? Like, geez, like pearly whites, tan skin. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Tom, you're, you're doing something. You're, yeah, you're looks like you upgraded the, up, the, uh, the Wi-Fi as well. Right? Well, he's going to get the <laughs> Latino fans now at the games. Uh. <laughs> but uh, I guess 
one last thing before we talk about leaving this. So he, mm-hmm. Dale Moore said, could you see a situation where you can't sign back Godwin next year? Move. Yeah. Uh, I'd be scared, no, but. no, I think, I think Godwin comes back again. I, I, you know, Bruce Arians has talked about it. I think they find a way to make it work. Um, you know, the one that scares me is maybe Shaq Barrett, you know? Um, yeah. It just depends on what they can work out as far as money wise. But yeah, I see Chris Godwin being back. I mean, he's just, too critical uh, for what they like to do offensively. I agree with that. I mean, it's it's kind of like I can't believe I agree with you yet again. <laughs> I'm a smart guy. We're both on the same level. <laughs> but it's it's the whole point of Bruce Arians loves to use his wide receivers. He wants to push the ball down the field. Yeah. You have two bookends pretty much, and Godwin and Mike Evans. So why the hell ruin a great thing? form the Isaiah Bruce and Torrey Holt combination you had for the greatest show on turf mm. in Tampa. And you'll find a way. Gronkowski will most likely take less next year. Right. Tom Brady would probably be like, holy shit, this seems great. I'm going to take less. <laughs> so there'll be ways to get him on this team. Like you said, Shaq Barrett, I can see if we didn't. He, only because we'll talk about this in the next live stream. Mm-hmm. This defense is built strictly from the middle back. It's not yeah. on the outside in. Yeah, it's middle out. So I think, and they touched on this so many times last year. We heard it from Jess Root from mm-hmm. Rise Up Sea Red. They focus on stopping the run, blitzing middle linebackers, defensive tackles that can cause pressure. They don't necessarily get to the sacks, but they cause disruption. Mm-hmm. That's what we build on. And then the outside guys benefit from how badass the middle of the defense is. Right. So if he gets away, I'd be a little saddened because this that's the best defensive yeah. performance we have seen ever in a Tampa Bay Buccaneer uniform. Ever. In one year. Think about that. As a pass rusher, yeah. forgive me. Yeah. You can't argue that. You really can't. You can't say Brooks. Brooks was a pass rusher. You can't. Samir Rice never had that. Warren Sapp never had that. So... It'd be sad to see, but the dude deserves what he's going to get. Mm-hmm. I hope he just wants to stay in the system that will get him wins, wins, wins. And numbers is a great freaking system to be in, but right, right. I can agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then JL, more last thing before we head out, head out. Would like to see them work out a deal for Gronk to lessen the cap. Yeah, I just touched on that. Mm-hmm. Well, on that. I agree. Any last points plus? No, again, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, appreciate all the guys in the chat. Um, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for subscribing, you know, liking, do all the good stuff. Uh, share this content if you can. We really appreciate it. Um, go check out our reviews um, if you can. We got a lot of stuff coming up. So really excited about the, um, you know, I think Shaq Barrett is going to be our next review. So really excited to dive into that. And we'll talk more on him because he deserves it. Yeah, I, I agree. And Jay Moore said, Tam Brady eating W's. I agree. <laughs> Plus, great way to, to, what? No, I was just going to say, great way to close the show. Yeah. <laughs> and also, <laughs> I was going to say, we got to make a segment called Plus's Point. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Plus's Point. There we point. go. Let's but, do uh, it. Yeah, guys, we're going to be on YouTube every week going all the way up to the season. During the season, you're going to see some amazing things. We're going to bring up I know you guys love how we transition from 
here to the internet to everything just showing you what we see it's not just talking diary of the mouth right this is what we initially tried to bring you was showing you what we see just so we all can grow as a fan base and understand what's going on and we're all learning at the same time so this is why we like this platform and why we want to bring it to you but other than that yeah like plus said enjoy the videos we have down there in the video section we have all the rookies we're gonna go do Shaq Barrett and I can't wait to do Vita Vea mm. other than that guys I hope you enjoyed the live stream and go Bucks. Go Bucks.